Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Podcast. This is the Back of the Bus Session. Hello and welcome to the Old Farm Bus, Back of the Bus Sessions. I've got a beautiful guest with me today. He's not just a beautiful guest, he's actually family. So I've never had a family member on here. He's my little cousin. It's Seth mullen Froze. How are we doing, Seth? Yeah, not bad, mate. How are you? <laughs> mate, thank you so much for this because I've really been looking forward to this podcast. When I put a little uh, message out and asking if anybody wanted to be a guest, you were straight up on it. You were like, yeah, yeah I want yeah, this. Yeah. Why was that? Why did you want to get involved so quickly? I suppose it's just, you know, obviously with me being a passionate moment doing getting into fitness, just sort of, there's a lot of questions that people want answered and sort of things. And I've always been interested in podcasts anyway. Mm. And obviously uh, is there any like that spring to mind that you started on or? Any sort of podcast? Yeah, that you yeah, go yeah. to. Who do you um, listen to? So, I mean, if we're talking about podcasts like True Geordie. Yeah, um, like I mentioned to you earlier, does a lot of football football podcasts. Tell me about him, man, because I've not, I've heard of him, and everyone sort of goes on about him. Is he quite fun? Is it a comedy podcast as well? No, or? so it's 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 a bit of both. So there's two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's True Jordan and a guy called Lawrence. Yeah, um, and it's kind of like so it's a serious podcast. Um, it's really well filmed stuff mm. like that, and they do it with old school footballers. You know, nice. Right to mention one. And it's <laughs> like a serious podcast, but with sort of comedy infused. So they had a few jokes now and here. And he's been going for a few years and he's doing really well. And oh, it's definitely perfect. one of the first ones I started watching. Is it, off, is it like old football stories? Because footballers do have the best stories. Yeah, I mean, times. like Alan Shearer went on. <laughs> nice. And he was talking about, you know, things when he met, like Gaza. For yeah, example. oh, mate. It's just that must funny, have been a, yeah, yeah. a whirlwind of an experience. An experience definitely. <laughs> um, and like Eddie and Wright on. Um, Ian Wright's definitely like someone I look up to. Yeah. Um, and Ian Wright was in tears. I mean, that show is a good podcast when what, you really what is open it yourself up. About Ian Wright that you're into, like what? Um, I think, because obviously I've always been into football and. He actually only made it into football into a professional career mm-hmm. when he was 22, I think he got his first contract, Blimey. which is actually quite late. That's really like, late. Yeah. And, um, I'm only like 14, 15 into the like, yeah, exactly. teams and that. That's and he, amazing. He suffered a lot with um, racial abuse when he was younger, where he lived oh. in London. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's just how he comes across in general. He just comes across as a really decent, down-to-earth bloke, you know what I mean? which is hard to find. With Funny, genuine, mm. honest, all the things you want in a person. You're like, he embodied it. That is very true. Definitely. What other, like, because you're really quite into your football, aren't you? Yeah, in general. yeah, yeah completely. Like, who do you support? Sheffield United. How you been getting on at the minute? Wank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I needed to hear that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, if we look to the start of the season and, and you, you know, we'd have thought, you know, we're we're in eighth and ninth now. Mm. At this point in the season, you'd think that's that's great. Uh-huh. But it's just the fact that we were doing so well and now we've sort of tailed off a bit. But it was going to happen. Um, and everyone was putting us down to be relegated. Yeah. So in this position, it's still positive. So, so you're in eighth on... Where are you now, sorry? Where? I don't know. Well, yeah. I think we've gone below Spurs now. So I believe we're in ninth, actually, now. Do you, yeah. go, do you go and watch the matches with your mates then? Are you a- so, yeah. So, I mean, I haven't been to as many this season mm-hmm. as I went to last season just because jobs I've had. I've been working weekends, shit like that. Nice. So I go to sort of, you know, just a few... Fair few a season sort of thing. Um, you got quite a good friendship circle where you are in Sheffield, like yeah. I used to a lot of mates. No, so <laughs> I, I used to. Um, then some of them turned out to be even knobheads. So yeah, not anymore. And I suppose that's actually just started the conversation of like a part of your life, like hanging around with yeah, either yeah, the yeah. wrong sorts or like and like myself, we've been on massive journeys. Yeah, with yeah, people, substances aggression lots of starts to life that have have bugged us so 
can we go into that a little bit about yeah, yeah. maybe education like when you were at school how was that experience for you yeah um school was shit so yeah at least like <laughs> i mean I, I didn't i was never really like there was there was select few teachers alike select few lessons alike pe being the main one okay um but school i never really felt like i was concentrating you know? were there any teachers that you can think of that were actual sort of like um guides and yeah yeah completely um there was a teacher he was a dance teacher actually because mm. i did dance mm. yeah i remember you doing back in the your break that mate you were brilliant yeah you uh, were actually brilliant yeah I, I look back now and i cringe but i wasn't i wasn't <laughs> too bad for my age um but i so i had to have some time off school um we'll get into that later on mm-hmm. um and there was a teacher called mr selby who was a dance teacher okay and i came back too late that year so i ended up not taking the gcse Right. So I didn't, I didn't actually take the exam. I just helped him out with the lessons because I had nothing else to do. So, you know, to put the music on and stuff like that. And I just thought he was brilliant. So he'd, he was really nice, but if you give him shit, give you shit. Yeah. But he yeah. wouldn't give you shit like tension, give you shit like he'd say something about you. Talk to you in a yeah, certain he'd, way. Yeah. He'd yes, take the piss yeah. out of you. Yeah. yeah I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. just a brilliant way to approach things. Mate. Um, and he actually, he actually got in contact with me. What would have been like? Probably like a year and a half ago for Instagram. Seriously? He, yeah. And he basically just asked me, I remember he fully requested me and I just ignored it because I didn't know who it was. And okay. then he asked me, like, do you know who this is? And I was like, no. And he's like, Mr. Selby. And I was like, oh, right, shit. Hi. <laughs> right. And then we basically just got into conversation. He was like, hey, what are you up to? And at that time, I was working as like a, a club promoter and I was working in a gym, I think, mm. um, one in Sheffield Town. And yeah, he basically got in touch with me and I thought I was just. He didn't have to do that. You I'm know just I mean? saying, I think it was a really nice thing to do. These are the people in life that actually care. They're the people that should be teachers because exactly. they want the best for you and they've not just stopped thinking about you. Yeah, I've done my job now. That's yeah, their yeah, yeah. responsibility to sort out. It's like, I care about Seth. I wanted to know what he's yeah. up to. I love that, man. And he wasn't, beautiful. the fact that I wasn't even in his class as well, but yeah. I, mean, I was, but I wasn't actually taking anything. And it's not actually just me. He's done it to as well. I know a few people mm. who did his dance class and. He's contacted them after and, you know. Is that, those characteristics though, those people in life that, you know, education is this one system where they hurtle people in, some do well, some don't, and they try and teach them in the same way. But then you've got certain people that sprout up and they're like, no, they're all individuals. They yeah. all need to be taught yeah, yeah. in a completely different approach. And like, you might not be somebody that can retain information, even though you are somebody that retains <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of information, yeah, but yeah. you might not be somebody that just regurgitates it out. You actually like, you're more emotionally based on yeah, how yeah, you yeah. approach learning or lots of different ways. And for those teachers, and it's not always their fault because they've got a hit, um, their their marks haven't they they've got to get the right grades and all this exactly, so yeah, it's a system that is it's quite hard to be a part of and yeah. i'm very lucky because my job i go into schools was going into schools before covid yeah. and dealing with people with my passion so mine's poetry and writing and i just go in and channel that and i got to approach them all in a different unique way exactly yeah but yeah that's the thing I like about you. Like you seem to have found a passion now yeah. and you're like, I'm channeling this. I'm going to run around. Like, this is what I want to do. And yeah, yeah. Meeting the right sort of people in that. So when you were at school then and it wasn't working for you and you're having a rubbish time, is that when you started hanging around with a wrong crowd, so to speak? or getting No, into- so I wasn't actually um, that popular in school in general. Uh, no, you no, no. There would have been. Yeah, no, I wasn't. So I, I gained sort of popularity as you call it um mm-hmm. maybe a year after but in school i had sort of a select group of mates so they weren't 
nasty people to be mm. fair they were mm. alright um, yeah don't speak to all of them now but yeah. I haven't got any particular problems with them now at all you just sort of drift apart as you do mm-hmm. um, but they, they were fine uh, there was a few people at my school who weren't particularly nice um, yeah Maybe I wasn't particularly yeah. nice too as Would well. you get into fights and things or not not particularly fights. Um but I was quite an angry yeah. person. Yeah. Don't know why. Just always Have you, have you ever sprouted back to thinking like why that was? Yeah, I mean so. I, I had sort of, you know, school would put me with counsellors and things like that mm-hmm. and it was like they'd say the same thing and I think just just to delve onto another story about that. Yeah. I actually had a counsellor as well who came to school who was sort of hired uh, from like basically from the school, and he worked with you know, different troubled kids, different yeah, schools yeah. in Sheffield. Uh, called Jonathan, and he was so like amazing. To really? Me. Yeah, he was brilliant. Uh, uh-huh. My mum saw him the other day actually. Oh wow! He said say hi to Seth. What was nice? Um, he was he was basically just he'd sort of been through the same road as me. Obviously, a lot hmm. harder. Um, I think he grew up in. I can't remember he grew up now, but he was. He didn't like school. He left school yeah. in GCSEs, and you know when I met him, he was. How just, old was he? But. He was, Middle-aged, so he's probably about 40, 45. Okay. And he was studying through for his PhD when I met him. Wow. He's already got it, and it's just, you know. Incredible. And he, he was just brilliant, um, and he always put me on the right path. And when I was off school for a period of time where my mental health wasn't good, he actually came around to my house, so he went out with his wow. to go out to mine. And yeah, he just talked to me. So I think friends at school um, had a sort of a small, close-knit group. What, what sort of conversations would he give you then? Like, when he came round and, like, you clearly m- meant something to him and yeah. he wanted to help, what would he talk to you about? So, really, it was like, I had so many people saying, like, you know, why do you get angry, count to three and walk away? And I said, Yeah, that's... That why is that the first <laughs> thing they say? It's like, <laughs> by the time you get to two, you've just already smacked something. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, I'm not... <laughs> yeah. Count, I'm not sitting, standing there and counting and then walking away. Yeah, yeah. I want something's gonna be real with me and he yeah he, he, every time i sort of spoke to me he'd speak to me about real issues first so he speaks about how home life was normal shit and obviously my home life's pretty much been fine yeah life. yeah um and he, he'd also just converse with me in a way of football right okay yeah i he's think what he'd do is he'd get on a level with me into things i like yeah yeah and then at the end of the you know sort of for the for the closing bits of the therapy session mm-hmm. whatever one therapy would be you know what i mean he'd delve into the deeper parts so what he'd do is he'd get he'd get on my level yeah speak about things like i'm there happy and then he'd say all right so what's making you angry then mm. and it put me straight on the spot and i'd be like i, I don't know mm. and then i think that was a good way of going about it because definitely he, he sort of connected he, he could tell you know he definitely had experience with a lot of kids who were like me. Yeah, and he yeah. Just, yeah, he was really good. Definitely. And probably been that kid himself before. So what yeah, exactly. So, so it's coming off personal experience. Yeah, stuff, that's yeah. always the best way of dealing with it. Good like, time. if you face somebody with somebody that actually knows somebody that can actually yeah. get on a level it's so yeah, important yeah. because there's all these like sort of buzzwords and things people know to say and and the count to three or just ideas it's yeah. like you can't box people you can't keep putting people in this oh angry camp right how do you treat angry people give them this like make yeah. them breathe or whatever it's like yeah. you're Seth, you need to be spoken to in this certain way you've got a background a history a yeah. reason everyone's individual everyone needs to I completely agree man in a different way and so. have you found through life things that have worked for you uh, specifically well like with the anger or with those um, to be honest no i think i just sort of as weird as i think i just grew up a bit yeah like yeah. i mean it's still not the best to this day but it's just more of a fact where you 
you do mature mm. and things and i've sort of taken the approach now by you know things don't bother me as much as they used to yeah so i used to get bothered by small things um people saying stuff no i, I don't really give a fuck yeah people just say, it goes, brushes off yeah, your back yeah so i think i think nothing not being too attached to that exactly that. i think nothing in particular is just basic levels of maturity yeah a hundred percent yeah yeah pretty much i'm i'm on a very similar level mate like yeah, i've yeah. had really bad spells with mental health in lots of different avenues and anger was one that particularly like i i really struggle with yeah because you become like um out of control don't you, you yeah just, yeah i can't i don't know what i'm doing with my actions like out of body emotion, yeah yeah yeah. Right? yeah it yeah. fully just channels in that way and it's like what am i doing and if, if me was like watching myself on cctv i'd be like just That's chill out man it's just, only uh, yeah, yeah what are you doing <laughs> you're, you're, only, you're only playing fifa like, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, great yeah, example. yeah. yeah. I, I suppose though. little moments um my mate uh kane ashmore who's done one of these podcasts yeah. and he's in quite a big band unknown era but we related on um ang- anger and he just said like ways for him he just took himself out of certain situations be- yeah. being like if it was fifa he just wouldn't play fifa yeah, yeah. <laughs> little moments like, yeah exactly it's yeah. better to distance yourself because he said like when the teacher would be like count to three breathe when it got to one he was that was I it he was someone. gone yeah yeah i mean <laughs> as well like distance yourself from, from situations is definitely you know an aspect but i'd say from people as well mm, yes um, matt great shout because this you know select people who sort of want you to be angry and they'll they'll get you more angry on purpose oh yeah because it's fun to watch somebody just yeah i mean throw out <laughs> don't get me wrong there's always sides of banter where it's like you make gets annoyed and you mm. know it, that's funny but i think you know you, you need to have sort of po- just positive people around you in general my friend uh zach uh purdy from zap coaching yeah he was explained to me the other day that it actually poison you, uh, poisons you anger. Like yeah. there's um, a hormone released and it's actually toxic to the body. It poisons the blood. Yeah. So like throughout time, if you are always that angry, stressed person, you're giving yourself toxins that can't be released. So it's literally poisoning. Completely makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about like the science behind it and the biology, yeah, yeah. but I'm sure it made sense when he said it. I was like, actually, yeah. after I feel that... Uh, after I've been through a spell of like extreme anger, I feel sick. I literally yeah, feel exactly. like, ill from it. Yeah, and you, you feel well. You just don't feel yourself, do you? Yeah, after, yeah. After especially, mm. yeah, yeah. So I, I completely get that. So in terms of that, when you were taking time off school, then like, yeah. how bad did it get? Like, how far did the spiral of like depression or like? Yeah. So um, I. But it started off, I used to smoke a stupid amount of weed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I don't anymore, and I haven't done for years. Uh, and especially, you know, with things like weed, it's especially if you're buying it, you know, not legally, um, not prescribed like you can in America, etc. Yeah. It's one yeah. of them where most times it is skunk. You don't know what you get. Yeah, you don't know what you get. Yeah, yeah. And I smoked it for probably a couple of years when I was about 15, 16, so my brain wasn't fully developed yet. Which is definitely dangerous, someone. Mm. Um, and I remember one time I went with my mate. He was from America, mm-hmm. and he bought like a massive bong. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, I'm so excited to try it. Yeah, me? tried it, um, and it didn't. It just felt completely different. Like I remember, like I was seeing stuff, and I was like, "This isn't what we like." Sort of hallucinating. Yeah, yeah, completely. Like I was seeing like tigers in the woods, and I was like, "Wow, what the fuck's <laughs> happening?" Like, it was like it was weird. I was like, "This definitely is not weird." Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, no way. yeah. Um, 
and then was it so, like did, did you find oh, out what it was no or? but it was definitely like you you, you know like weed isn't a, a, a necessarily a hallucinogenic uh, very very drug. mild it has very mild qualities but it's a very mild it's a very mild hallucinogenic yeah. so um you don't see stuff like shit. no stuff that, like not, that, not a tiger in the woods <laughs> it was mental okay was, and then yeah i remember so this was I, I was walking back from school with my friend um this when i was 16 year 11 yeah and i remember i just sort of stopped and my sort of body just went like it was, it was really weird it was like my body just went somewhere else for yeah like a minute uh-huh. i came back and i was like i wasn't even high yeah and then i got really sort of nervous ran home and i was like what the fuck's going on and then over the night, I just started getting anxiety, sort of sweats and stuff like that. And I, I didn't, I didn't understand it because I never experienced anything like before. Mm-hmm. And I was never a particularly, I was always quite nervous, but I was never a particularly anxious. Kid, yeah, you know, yeah, growing up. interesting here. So I developed quite a bad state of anxiety, um, mm. which obviously led to depression, major depression um, at sixteen. Um, which so I basically stayed inside my house for about two months. I missed about two months of school. No, not going outside at I all. I didn't go right? outside at all. Wow. Okay. And then after the two months, I started going out a bit. So I'd, I'd walk the dog around the block. And that was a massive thing for me. That was like an accomplishment. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is mental because I'd never experienced it like before. And I remember the first time I went to Tesco, I thought, like, I've really, I'm really proud of myself. Wow. Which is bizarre because. It was like every time I'd go outside, I'd just instant panic attack. And and before that, you were just going out all the time. Smoking be, weed, yeah, drinking. Being with people. Wow, meeting, okay. Meeting people, yeah. Wow. So it was completely different. And then sort of um, one experience was I said to my mum, I said, I want to go back to school. Because wow. people at school were saying stuff. I, I just wanted to go back to school and show my face. Went back to school, waited outside for my mate panic attacks straight away okay and and can like, what happened in the panic attack yeah like, what I mean, actually... it, was, it was weird because it was like i'd look at the floor it was moving oh, my heart was going yeah. i was sweating i was panicking um we should have spoke to each other way more yeah, no, yeah through the same life together yeah. man yeah tell yeah, me it was, it was just a shit time <laughs> um and then i went i remember i went straight home and, and first thing i said to my mum was i'm home was i want to die yeah it was horrible i just mm-hmm. sort of um and then i built myself up and i kept walking outside and then eventually i went back to school after probably about two and a half three months and it was all right just Um, got back in with the flow of it was everyone were people weird around you? yeah i mean there were so many rumors like one girl said how's your lung and i was like what she was like apparently you have to have a lung removed and i was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the things kids come out with, the things what the people fuck? like yeah, I was in like, Chinese whispers and yeah, it just completely starts going like, down to this how has it even got to that stage <laughs> I thought you'd become a woman <laughs> yeah. just, I thought you had sex change yeah. no um, so I only had I had about two mates who, who was like visiting me and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, through the time who uh, I still speak to one of them one of them still close mate to this day his name's Khaled um, and yeah so basically what happened was I got back to school and then it was like, oh, I heard you got schizophrenia. I heard you mm. had a lung transplant, whatever. And I was like, no, it's like, I was, you know, I was, uh, weed made me paranoid. That's all yeah. I really said. I didn't want to go into it because, especially at that stage, like, I mean, mental health awareness for males has, has come along a little bit now. Mm. But especially, you know, when you're a kid, people don't get it. So confusing. Yeah, yeah. People people just didn't get it. So I didn't want to go into it. Yeah. Um, and just people were weird because they didn't understand it. it Unless it was them, like, few people that you mo- mentioned about, like, their mentors, like, the work guy that actually came around to your house, them teachers. Like, yeah, would yeah. you talk more openly to them about yeah, it? Yeah, massive. I remember, yeah. um, we 
Jonathan the guy I spoke about mm. when he came round to mine. Yeah. Um, so we just had this chat for about an hour or so, hour mm-hmm. or two. Um, and he basically told me about a guy who he used to work with, who basically used to have yeah you know, full on conversations with with items and stuff like that. Yeah. And it made me realise that I'm. I need to. I'm nowhere near that level. I'm actually quite lucky. Yeah. In a way that I'm not at that level, and I haven't had traumatic experiences in my life. Yeah. So him coming around and speaking to me definitely helped, and I definitely opened more up to him. So there was only select few people. So it was like my mate Khaled. Yeah. Uh, my mom, my dad, and then Jonathan, who I well, opened up to. From what I'm listening to as well, you've got an incredibly sort of um, well versed and good outlook at this. Yeah. Like completely. it's. Um, when you were talking before, like you were 16 yeah. and the maturity you're showing of like how the brain development wasn't there and you know that now and you know that like, yeah, I, I've got lots of friends that smoke weed like, yeah, yeah, all over and, and lots of older people and they've got to a level in their life, the brain's formed, it's a escapism, they just yeah. enjoy it for whatever use. Exactly. But when you're young and like 15, 16 and I was trying it around that, Age, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite. It's really dangerous. It, it can completely be completely is. Yeah. So because because your brain's developing, because all your hormones are sort of mixing, you don't know who you are. You you're finding your identity and basing that around with a substance is just too confusing at yeah, the time. Yeah, it definitely. doesn't make sense. So what you've just said then is so important, and I'm going to snip that little bit out so Lovely. people hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll have the whole podcast up, but that is such a mature and. Uh, just wise way of looking at it. I'm yeah, really impressed I mean, by that. I suppose that. you've got to have sort of that outlook in life. I mean, even when I was sort of 15 and smoking weed, I was sort of just oblivious. Um, yeah. And it, it takes a while to sort of learn these things. And, you know, smoking weed's fine. If your brain's developed and it is weed, whatever, mm. a lot of people do it, as, as you said, in escapism. But I think knowing sort of the dangers of substance abuse mm. when your brain is still developing and you are still trying to yeah. find your identity yeah. is you know uh an important thing definitely and and those people that like aren't honest with themselves so yeah. they're taking it and they'll be that age 15 16 maybe yeah, yeah. some 17 year olds watching this and they'll be like yeah but it is fine for me i i'm the one that can, can hold it, it. Yeah, i am yeah. and realistically like i always say to my friends who are addicted to any substance even if it's copy or whatever yeah how's it fueling your life like how are you doing financially how are you doing mentally? How are your friendship circles? How And if you ask all these questions and genuinely deep down, honestly, everything's yeah. fine, keep doing it. It's fine. Keep going. But if it's not, if you're being honest with yourself and when you think about your friendship circles or your mental health and it's like, oh yeah, that's fine, but Just it's not, the aspects of life then yeah. you're lying to yourself and that's the most important thing. Completely. If you lie to yourself, you're never going to get anywhere in life. <laughs> exactly. It's then the key yeah, point. Exactly. So when you were back home then and literally a two months not going out at all, yeah. what were you doing? Like, what, what was that all. like? Um, yeah. <laughs> I was eating shit. Uh, mm. I remember getting quite a bit of How shit, shit? Like, Just how? shit like <laughs> pizzas <laughs> i had an obsession with M- peanut m&ms i remember oh mate, mate oh, i miss them i've miss not them. had them tell, for a while i'm celiac like i say so uh, yeah, yeah little yeah. coating i can't have but oh, they were brilliant peanut m&ms i was playing man. you know just fifa watching i bet you got i bet you got a good team together after a while were you playing like that oh, mate. foot or yeah i mean I'll, I'll tweet, yeah um, i think i was just sort of playing fifa I wasn't actually doing anything productive. Yeah. So Did school send you anything home or 
little bits here yeah. and there. I don't think they really give a fuck. Yeah, they were just like. Yeah, they like, didn't really. They gave. They sent me yeah bits of French homework, bits of English, mm. bits of bobs now and again. That's about it. But I wasn't doing anything productive for definitely the first month because I didn't really understand what was happening. I thought it passed yeah. without me doing anything. Mm. And I think mental health is one of those things is where you know you have to do something your health. You have to go for it mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't, so I yeah. was just being unproductive, doing fuck all, yeah. and you know uh, playing video games and shit. Really. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. I mean. So you were feeling it out. You were like, this is going to pass. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just my mental health's dipped. But if I give myself a month off of nothingness, it's going to get back on the horizon. Yeah, like, I thought I'd, I just need to chill. Yeah. I'd just just chill. But then did it exacerbate that? Did it start? Massively. To- yeah, okay. Massively. Okay. So, Interesting. In terms of the actual uh, paranoia, anxiety, stuff like that, it didn't exacerbate that per se. But what mm-hmm. it did is it... In terms of sort of my depression, my low points, they would be from low to really low. Yeah. So I would, you know, stay in bed all day. Right. Um, Could you get out of bed? Like, was it? Some days, no. Right. Like, I'd, I'd cry before I went to sleep. Wow. Um, I, I would, I would, it, it was, it was a low time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it exasperated that because being inside all the time, not getting fresh air, I wasn't exercising at the time. I wasn't doing any fitness or anything like that. It's not good for you. Mm. So it, it made me sort of worse in, in my mental state, definitely. I'm I'm honestly listening and looking at you like, I'm really proud, like genuinely like yeah, of yeah. being that low and being to that side and knowing that there is a story after this and we'll get into it soon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the fact that you were so tenacious and you built out of this is quite an astonishing accomplishment because i have like obviously auntie rachel your mum yeah i uh, spoke to my mum and like i didn't know what to do because i was fighting my own battles at the time yeah yeah so she spoke about you at time just saying like have you spoke to seth at all i was like well i i don't know who i am yet <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I, if yeah. i give you any advice i'd be lying because, because I, I didn't know what to say yeah, exactly because i don't know myself yeah. hearing you go through your own battles your own demons your own story and doing it for yourself it must feel quite again an accomplishment it must yeah, feel I guess better I, than somebody else doing it for yeah, you yeah i guess it does because it's like i said before taking those mini steps walking so i mean you know dog run walk then yeah. you go to tesco then i go to the park for wow like five okay. and those little steps i remember i feel really accomplished as i was doing them which to most people who've not experienced anything like this it, they wouldn't get and i found that when i was telling people a lot um i'm just thinking like you saying that like what made you want to do that though because you know when you get to like that horrible part of depression that i've tasted as well and where you're just like what is the point of anything what was the little like catalyst to just go do you know what i need to do this i need to get outside i I need to go again i didn't you know i didn't want to live my life like yeah no one wants to sort of live sit inside i mean obviously you know i had my mum with me the whole time um i had I did have many friends, but I had a couple of close friends who would spur me on and sort come of come round, say, see, and yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, come round for a fag, you know, <laughs> skipping school and couldn't yeah. come see me instead, sort of thing. So yeah, I had I did have many influences, but I had the, the ones I had were positive influences. Yeah, yeah. So that definitely sort of spurred me on. So I won't take all the credit for it. Do you know what I mean? But but they're, the... well, they're the moments of life. These are the beauty of life. And when you do yeah. get round to the other side of depression, or like you know, it comes in and out. And I don't think I've ever 
got uh, eradicated it i think you can have dips in life yeah completely. but because like you have your friends you have good family or you have like a passion like the gym now like it reminds you how good life can be and the importance of living on because this i have had a lot of friends now a lot of friends that have just opted out and yeah suicide is at yeah. its highest rates now the statistics are disgusting especially in young men young males yeah um and i think I saw something say the other day that is like the highest reason of death in our country in young males. It's not cancer. It's not heart attack. It's, yeah. it's opting out. Health, yeah. So you were at the the base of this. You were in them feelings of like, what is the point? May as well. Yeah. Tune I mean, out. I've had sort of stages. So um, even you know, more recently in life, I've had really low stages. But what I'm able to do now, I've found is just control them and know things are gonna get better just switching that back yeah. on um so it, it's basically just sort of control and learn from past experiences mm. um and, and and try and find a positive a positive point in, in a negative part of my life huh, that's a sense. good attitude yeah, yeah. Just, yeah just find that small positive which makes me wanna because that that is such a hard thing to it's master. Really hard. That's so yeah, hard. Yeah. But like you've just said, there's always an opportunity to find a goodness out of something. Exactly. And I think the hardest bit is when when you are depressed is you just want to think negatively about everything. Yeah. Like my my girlfriend Anna, she yeah. says to me all the time, "You're so negative." I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like she'll she'll say to you like, "Do this." I'm like, no. like when when you are down, you feel so negative, it, and a hard part is finding that positive that makes yeah. you want to push on. Basically, on a really simple form, like one day you could wake up and you've heard like the term like wrong side of the bed. Yeah, but you can wake up, you can stub your toe, go to the bathroom, spill like stuff down you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you already because your brain started to go, this is going to be a bad day. This is going to be the bad. You You're go into a, it. You, into it a turns bad day. in a yeah, bad day, yeah. but there's so many opportunities in that day to turn it into a good day but you don't want to take them because yeah, you're yeah. already in that because mindset. you're in the mindset yeah, yeah, exactly. so like what we're getting into now like and what i feel people that have been through hell and keep going basically yeah. like you've got to that level of like right i really don't want to be here anymore yeah yeah you have to find tools you have to find i like spiritualism or or men like um not even spiritualism, but like a passion. Just, just yeah, passions keep a, you up. Yeah, a new way of thinking is what exactly. I'm saying. Yeah, so, what sort of things do you implement on a daily when that you feel your anger or you feel something negative coming in? Just um, again, it's general positivity. So, for example, I listen to a lot of podcasts now. Right. Okay. Uh, yes. What, great what, shout. Yeah. One thing I did do is improve my sleep. Yeah, and I found that massively improved it. Um, just so instead of getting instead of going to sleep at three and waking up at two, and yeah, so I, yeah, I I go to sleep like you know maybe around twelve, uh, eleven, half eleven, whatever. Wake up at nine, eight, nine, stuff like that. Get up. First thing I'll do in the day. I've, we have been in lockdown, so it differs now. But the first thing I do today is get up, exercise, mm -hmm. have my first meal. That's a big one in it, exercise. Massive. exercise. If I exercise in the morning, massive. the rest of the day is so much better for me. Yeah, have I my first meal. agree more it's, with it's that. Massive. It, it helps me out so much. Um, you know, have my first meal of the day, uh, look at, you know, shit like social media, yeah, what's yeah. happening in the world. Just that sort of swipe, swipe. Yeah, just <laughs> finger movement for a few hours, play a bit of cards. Does that maybe. not, like, 
um, inhibit your mental health though. Do you know, like when I'm looking down, just endlessly scrolling, I can sometimes yeah, get a bit I, impressed with that. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, I do go on my phone, but I don't go on my phone as much now. Mainly, what mm-hmm. I do if I am on my phone is I listen to a lot of music and I watch a lot of things. Yeah. So I fill don't, in your mind exactly. With... I don't go on social media as much unless I'm on the yeah. fitness page. I've just started, but. I don't want to just fill my mind as shit. Yeah. So I want to sort of... Vacuous nothingness. Like yeah, that's Because like, that's what social media can be. Like, oh, he's having a go at her. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah I want to look like him. Things like, like uh, yeah, comparisons are massive, massive in social media. Yeah. I mean, social media is fine. Mm. I enjoy it. And it, what it's done is it created a, a massive output for people like yourself. Yeah. And it helps yeah. everyone. But there is huge negatives to it as but well. But what you're doing again, which is amazing, is finding the balance of two things. You're not like, everyone yeah, goes, exactly, oh, yeah. it's a terrible thing, it's yeah. a terrible, but you're actually going, stop doing that. Like, always, the nuance, like the, the grey areas in life, there's always, everyone sees it as a black and a white, but it's like, no, you think of the, there's a balance with everything. Yeah, You've exactly. got to look at both sides of the story. Well, you do, hmm. I mean, if you're, constant on social media and you're you're thinking of these you know the negative things and not the positive outcomes of it you're going to have a more negative mindset towards it mm. so i mean social media is going to be around yeah and people say you know it's constant thing of going to delete twitter going to delete it. Like, no you're not and they have to they, they no, do like a massive statement like yeah, goodbye forever two days later <laughs> yeah. it's like i've had my break yeah i'm yeah. all right <laughs> and it's like you're not going to delete it so what you gotta do is accept it except there are negatives look at the positives and like what you've just said like you're starting up a business for yourself you're starting up a platform you're looking at you utilising it for you and I do now I use it as a a business platform a social platform for me to promote myself and then I just put it out there have a little look and go away and because I schedule all my posts everyone thinks I'm constantly on it but I just I leave I do it in the first first day of the month maybe two days and it absolutely harrowing how how long I have to sit in front of the laptop exactly but I do it for the whole month then and I don't have to look at it again I think as well like um one thing so it's quite interesting. I was working um, for a publication company okay. before, obviously, a lockdown started. Mm. I got made redundant. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then one thing that you know they, they did say is, so they work for some of the major UK newspapers. Um, wow, okay. Well, they, they own them. Nice. And is that how many more sales now they're getting? So what, what my job was to, was to provide advertisements and stuff for businesses to, mm. to market their service, need, whatever. And what they said is, you know, it's getting to a point now where it's like only 20% are actually newspaper sales. 80% are getting the Google ads, they're getting Facebook ads, ah. Instagram. And it, it showed ah. me how much how much of a big thing social media is yeah. for marketing a business. Though. And I suppose this is why now, though, you've got to have a sceptical and curious mind because there's so much clickbait out there now. There's Massive. so many things you look at and it's Stupid, like... Mate. Yeah. You, my friends will all come back to me, oh, that guy's a massive racist or, oh, that guy's like a whatever. It's, and it's you look at the article they send you and it's like, yeah. oh, mate, that's really clickbaity, though. You just... It all out of context. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. that, that's a massive just, thing at the just minute. Clipping things out of context um, and not providing context with yeah. it. Um, yeah, I agree. Just saying that it's racist. So, so having a, a skeptical mind in this world is so important, and being able to decipher between like good news, bad news, real news, not news. It like, comes back to that having a negative, positive mindset. Yeah, yeah. You need to use the same for things you see and mm. dictate whether you believe them or not. Mm. You know what I mean? I think for yourself sort of attitude yeah exactly don't 
be a sheep yeah it's, <laughs> it's a great that's it thing, really isn't it? but it's always people like yourself that have been on roller coasters been on journeys you've seen all areas and avenues of what life can be good and terrifying and terrible yeah that come to this realization is like oh you've just got to flow with it the best you can you've just got to make the best out of these situations but not yeah, get yeah. too attached to to life itself because it all it'll smash you about if you let it completely so what was the moment then when you fell into gym and health? Like, yeah, I mean, it, to be honest, so I started going to gym when I was like 16. I, it's just, when I said gym, it sounded like a person then. Didn't it? When you met Jim, <laughs> <I met> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I started going to uh, JYM, yeah, <laughs> uh, <Good job. laughs> at the age of sort of 16, I want to say, mm. and but that was just going to gym, trying to. Do weights, trying yeah. to be, trying to yeah. get girls, shit like that, which is is a fine because it's it's excellent where, where a lot of people start. And I wasn't, my diet wasn't right, so I'd say in terms of properly getting into the gym and health and mm. mindset and stuff like that. Yeah, mate, it's, it's only been a few months. It's Brilliant, maybe January. I had this guy time. from, funnily enough, from my gym that I go to. Yeah, yeah. He came the other day, and he's uh, Callum Hyman. He's really into conspiracies and all that, but I love him. Cause I love that show, It's thirsty conversation. It's so I love yeah, talking yeah. about everything. It's brilliant. But he said a brilliant quote, and I'm going to butcher it now, but he said, yeah. you've got to go into the wrong thing to find the right thing. I get it. And yeah, perfect. Yeah. He was like, first of all, it's for vanity purpose, or you're trying to like look good to girls, yeah. trying to be big. Yeah. But as soon as you start going more and more and more, it's like there's something extra. Yeah, here. you develop further interest in, in into it. Yeah. So yeah. that is actually how most you know, if you if you look at bodybuilding interviews or fitness people, they go into saying, I wanna look good. It's yeah. just the, the vanity reasons. Yeah. But there's a lot more to sort of you well, know, the fitness industry. The, the people so. at the top of the tier, though, the top of the tower, like uh, Ronnie Coleman, for Ronnie Coleman, instance, yeah. who I listened to his podcast recently with did Joe you? Rogan. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Incredible. He says he's on... Did you hear what he said about 0.3% body fat? Yeah. That's, I, that's physically impossible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, literally, <laughs> that no, is physically Let's be honest, impossible. Seth. Let's be honest. There's many things in that interview where he didn't make any sense. <laughs> he's not right. He's not like completely all there He's anymore. not a scientist. That's what just, I'm going to say. Just so you all know, it's about, if you're under 3%, you're dead. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's pretty much he, it. Yeah. He needed a pinch of salt with everything he was saying. Yeah, But completely. he was fantastic, like mental attitude towards yeah, it and I how mean, he speaks is quite poetic and beautiful yeah but true. again from the start it's always like yeah i started off and i just i was just big i just wanted to be bigger yeah i mean uh, his genetics and are, like, yeah genetics, genetics yeah. are massive yeah. but later down the line he like he won competitions he was going to like certain areas he was like he was feeling a little bit like it was fake or something he yeah. was talking about. And the mental health or the mental aspect come through. And I, I found that fascinating. Well, that I, I quite enjoy it when these bodybuilders do go on to mental health, especially yeah. because you know, they're, they're when you, it's like a manly man sort of thing. Yeah. And they, they open up about mental health and mm. stuff like that. I, I find it brilliant. And especially coming from a person. All like of them end well. up doing so, though. Do you know what I mean? All the yeah. best ones always go like. Tyson Fury. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's the jump what? onto Tyson Fury, yeah. though. Again, somebody who reached the top of the tower. Like, if you're a boxer, if you're a footballer, if you're a whatever sport you're in. The top of the top was winning the title, winning a belt, yeah, win, winning yeah. again, beating, was it Klitschko where he... Beating Klitschko. Oh, mate, stuff like that. But then, 
just realising how fake it is afterwards. All you've done is chase this title or chase something it, other. Right. Yeah, as soon yeah. as you get it, it's like, oh, I've done life now. Yeah, what what else is there? But then he gets to this level where he's like, oh, the better aspects are like the connection, the cu- um, community aspect, the yeah. the love, and all these like, and hearing a massive six foot six bloke who's just won a title talk about like being kind and loving and compassionate. Yeah, I mean, I could go into him all day. He's what been, a hero, though. What a hero. I mean, <laughs> he has been the lows of the lows and the highs of the highs. Yeah. I mean, he is. What a guy. Do you, um, do you listen to his, like, motivational talks and things? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I follow him on all social media, so yeah. I watch all his videos. I, I like the, through lockdown, I've seen he's done with his wife, like, home workouts. Home, and yeah, I've like, seen the one where funny, the kids man. come in, yeah, and he's it, like, bugger off, it, get out I of just think, I just think he's just a class act, and yeah. I feel, he's just one of those guys who's really down to earth, and he, he has got to that, that level, you know what mm. I mean? He's, he's doing a trilogy with, with um, Deontay Wilder, that's not no small feat. Um, I'm a bit nervous. I, I think he'll. I don't like the idea of a trilogy. He's going to do well. Yeah. I think there's I, other fights in there at the well, minute. I, obviously, Joshua Teori's just been basically confirmed, hasn't it? And yeah. that's what everyone really wants to see. Mm. And I just think this trilogy is a bit. I think they should have gone with the double. Mm. You know, like like Ruiz and Joshua did. I just think a trilogy might just be a bit more. It's like Fury's a better boxer. Yeah, he always was. I, I, if Fury does in the second fight, just absolutely blow him over Third. again. Oh, but I, they've had they've not had two. Yeah, they had two. So do you remember in the first one? They, oh, um, of course they did. Yeah, they, no, there was a draw. Yeah, 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 of course they when did. When was that? No, December. Yeah, the 18th. trilogy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. And I thought you meant they'd like um, gone for a trilogy like before. Like, oh like, no, yeah. So like, no, the, I know what you're they, saying. The first fight, they signed for three, I think. I remember it. Yeah, it was, that was an exciting fight. He was, got absolutely robbed. He uh, did get robbed. It was that one punch for while the garden was like, oh, that yeah. Makes sense oh, mate, and when he rose, oh, like bloody the Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing, man. <laughs> that was incredible. Be, I actually, Thank you for reminding me of that because I'm like, oh, that was such it's a good a, moment yeah, in life. I, I, th- I actually don't mind Wilder. And again, I've watched a few videos. I like him ma- as a person. His mindset is good. Mm. He comes across well. And honestly, like, that right hand is disgusting. I mean, like, let's ignore <laughs> the fact he fights, like, you know, someone drunk in Ripley. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Swinging. Yeah. But yeah. he is... I do... I think if Joshua took it on the chin, I don't think he'd come back up. I, I don't. I, but I think Joshua beats him, but I think if Wilder mm. gets one hit, but I think Fury beats everyone in heaven. Mm, yeah, I... I but that, why do you think? Where do you think his attitude come from, Fury? Like, do you know much about him? And no, so I mean, obviously, gypsy background. Yeah, um, I think it's just sort of a long line of fighters. Yeah, know? like he came from a family of fighters. His dad obviously used to fight. Have you seen his dad? Yeah, his dad. Have you seen like Tyson? Um, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yes. <laughs> Mental. Like, who calls up Mike, Mike Tyson? I'll, I'll do ya. Yeah, I'll yeah, do you yeah. now. If you Insane, come here, man. I'll be smashing your head against. And it's like, it's wow, Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. like, but how good does Mike Tyson look now? He's, oh, he looks insane. Like, I mean, not the biggest fan of Mike Tyson, mm, has mm, to be honest, mm. but he looks mad. I mean, if he have you listened to his it, podcast at all, though? I stumbled upon the one he did with Joe Rogan, mm. but I didn't listen to it at all. Well, he's got his own podcast. I think it's has called it? Hotbox oh, did, or something it, yeah. like that. Because like, he, he's got a farm, hasn't he, where he grows weed, like a weed farm. It's I massive. He's yeah, made, yeah. I think he's like multi, multi millions of pounds with this he weed He lost farm. a lot of money, didn't he? Yeah. It would have been close to like a billionaire, apparently. And yeah, and then, he, and then he went down to like a two million net worth. Yeah, yeah. But, splashing. Uh, he's, him, again, we're talking all these people and... 
his conscious thought and his like wisdom now from what he was before and on his podcast he's so different and he like the way he describes yeah so different and the way he describes that transformation and the moment he realized he was out of it it was just like he got punched and knocked down i think jamie fox was explaining it recently oh yeah but he got punched knocked down and he was back in the ring like he had like ptsd from when he got knocked in his last fight and he was like never again i'm not doing it and he got up and live like on from that was yeah very spiritual thinker I mean, to get to the top to, to that level you've got to have that mindset and he's done a lot of dmt and <laughs> he's fu- yeah and he's fucked <laughs> like, i mean nah. he's not exactly well is it you know what i mean but he looks great now i uh, i think he'll come back and have a comeback well, he's meant to be doing yeah. it but I, I don't, who would he fight like joe fraser or joe fraser oh, shit, yeah, yeah maybe but that Alter, you know, just, yeah, it'll be a weird fight, but but, it, but it'll be a watch- it's one it'll of them fights that fight like it, it's uh, this is a film in it. This is like a yeah, Hollywood blockbuster the comeback, the return of the what? and it's all that. It's one of them films there. You watch it and you think this isn't real. That like do you know Rocky's last film, the last uh, one where yeah, yeah, he yeah. got back in the ring at like sixty and he's had a good fight against this twenty year old and you're like, <laughs> no, he wouldn't. <laughs> no but, way. It's like, but this is happening yeah. in real life now. <laughs> yeah, it's mental, but it, it, it will get views yeah and whoever's promoting that i'll be watching it i'll be there first i'll I'll pay for that that's fine but whoever's you know whoever's promoting that whichever company will get a lot of fucking lucky like they are they will gain a lot of exposure (laughs) just a mad fight especially because that attracts so many different generations yeah because everybody middle-aged people used to watch him and And like the the old like 60 year olds will be saying to their kids you have to watch this like yeah exactly exactly, there's no way everyone knows about matt tyson if you're into boxing Mm. no matt tyson Mm. joe fraser well we couldn't have boxing the way it is now without these huge archetypal figures of boxing yeah like they put it on the map most important thing i've been really getting into ufc again recently i used to be in ufc um but now i'm more of a boxing fan Mm. but i do watch the occasional fight um like a few months ago was it dustin poirier yeah yeah he's insane he's just a ridiculous athlete warrior the thing like what's got me into it though is because it was a youtube i was just doing like you know when you've had a long day just browsing and you're like i'm just gonna go on youtube chill out and it was the ultimate fighter the first have you seen the ultimate fighters yeah yeah yeah. i watched the first episode ever and i was just like dana white's a genius at making entertainment genius it's like it's just wwe really isn't it yeah dana white is a genius creating very good that show put ufc where it is now there would not be a ufc the way it is now without the ultimate fighters no way yeah it was it, just it's like a real it, fighting you at wwe isn't it it was um literally the eastenders but they just have a proper but fight at the end of it yeah they actually yeah, fight yeah. but like yeah. all the little like drunken nights it's, just, it's big brother they fuel them with alcohol and then just, just like he knows what's how to create experiment see isn't it like brilliant people need that though we like um that conflict and we like gossip and we like sort of like working out human dynamic i suppose yeah, yeah. so they're looking at it yeah. and they're like oh that it fuels something extra in you it's not just two people throwing down yeah it's two people with a backstory and that's what conor mcgregor does so perfectly yeah conor mcgregor is really good at marketing himself yeah that's it um and probably has a good pr team as well yeah 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 but he's yeah. written but he's got this story and people are attracted to a story Character. yeah i mean i watched a podcast with eddie hearn 
Mm. Who I really like, actually. Yeah, I do. And he was saying how he gets a lot of bad rep. He does, and I don't get it. I like him. Yeah, and he was basically saying, I think he gets a lot of bad rep because people say because of his dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But um, he was talking about how when when a new fresh boxer comes in, Mm. they've got to have that story. Mm. Um, He was he mentioned a boxer. Um, I can't remember who it was, and he just said that they had no story. So they called him like boring as a nickname. Mm, and ah, that was the line they uh, went with because yeah. they have to go with something. Mm. So they just went with like, not boring, but he's mysterious because he doesn't, he doesn't talk. And I find it interesting how they, they sort of create these stories. It is like WWE. There was um, a UFC fighter who hated Joe Rogan because he exposed the truth of like, oh, uh, is it yeah. Chanel or Sonnen? I, I, I or can't something? remember. I know you mean. I've seen Rubbish it. Rubbish yeah, with yeah. the names now. But I just love watching them throw down. But yeah. he like, he was the best like trash talker in the UFC. Really funny American. Yeah. And uh, Joe Rogan was just dissecting that. He was just like, oh, well, it's all smack talk, innit? They don't really mean this, this and that. And he went off on Joe Rogan because like you're exposing the marketing. You're exposing yeah. all this. And I think it's okay to see it as you're watching a show. You're what? Yeah, it's it not is. all real. The yeah, moment like I mean, they're squaring up and they're screaming and they're doing all that, it's just to gain views really and pay per views. Believe it's all real. Like it's yeah, it's doing it a job. Part of it's the game. doing TV. Mm. It's making good TV. And the end of the day, you get what you want because you get them to each other, batter each other anyway. Have you ever played fun. Fight Night? Have you ever? Gone? I, oh my god, I'm praying for a new Fight Night. Oh, it's so... I've been wanting it for years. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Hurt did actually. They've actually made a new game. Right. Okay. Is it called Fight Night? Or? No, it's shit. Well, oh. It shit. I'm not trying to mean, but it looks shit. It's yeah. uh, Ryan Rhodes. Do you know Ryan Rhodes? Yeah. Sheffield. Yeah. He, um, he's from Sheffield. He's, they've, made it, they've made a game. I can't remember what company it's with. Huh. But obviously, they, they've just not got the budget. of either, Yeah, so. no. But yeah. I don't know. Because I've wanted a full Fight Night for That's years. just interesting what we're talking about. Because, again... First of all, Fight Night was more you get on the game, you just swing in, you're pressing these buttons. Yeah. But as soon as you get into the story mode, like the story mode of Fight Night is so in depth. Like, first he's been to prison, then he goes into like this world, he gets yeah. a girlfriend. And I think South Park do this quite cleverly. <laughs> they, they, they're explaining what we're explaining in Tiger Woods Sport. It's about sex addiction and yeah, yeah, yeah. all these areas. It's a hilarious episode. But the kids are playing this game because it's all the backstory. Yeah. And they're swinging clubs at each other. And then when like it gets to like the proper Tiger Woods Sport... It's just him swinging and playing golf again, and the kids are like, "This is boring." So they go off golf. It's that that story. I mean, imagine <laughs> what they could do with the game now, mm. like with the graphics we've got now and stuff. It'd be amazing. Mm. Uh, but I play UFC. Yeah, that, that is yeah, a good yeah. game. That's so cool. I, I miss FIFA, but like we were saying at the start of the podcast, like you got to know what fuels you well, and it doesn't. That I, does that does not fuel me as well. As soon as I've been I'm losing nine one, yeah, it's like to some stop scoring twelve year old somewhere. Yeah, and he messes like your shit. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> but I mean, like I, I play a lot of COD at the moment. Mm, I'd lost I, my I, best friend to COD. Have you? He's just, that's all he ever does now. It's like, I'm, I never see him anymore. It's I, I, like, no, I, I like he's it. He's in the world. I, it's, I, I quite enjoy it. It's, mm. it's just a game that I, I don't know. I just quite enjoy it. Do you it have quite there. a few escapisms then? Cause yeah, I mean, exercise, massive one. Mm. Uh, training in general. Would you call exercise an escapism then? For or? me, yeah. Yeah. Just purely with how it makes me feel and the, the differences in my mood. So say if I'm having a day where I'm feeling low and shit, 
I can go and train and, and, and the difference I feel after it, I would count as an escapism for me. Mm, mm. Um, and then and then playing games like yeah. hard, spending time with, with Anna. Yeah, um, yeah. Going walks and yeah, just, I love going on walks. Yeah, she, I do. I've she got doesn't into that so much. much. I have to drag her out. But really, what yeah. does she like to do? Just chill in uh, and fucking Netflix. And shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, let, let's um, let's dive into that a bit though. The, yeah. the training aspect. Because are you hopefully gonna turn this into a business? Then is well, this where it's going? It's very early days. I mean, mm. there's a lot of avenues you can explore within fitness industry in general. Um, mm. You can create a brand because there's a lot of supplement brands, clothing yeah. brands. Um, fitness models the thing uh, is though you found a passion you just found something that yeah, you're like i love this so it doesn't matter if, it, if it's successful in you know the mm. modern term or not it just it's something i'm enjoying that's keeping me happy yeah do you know yeah. what i mean so it's just a passion but whatever avenue it is within that passion if you can monetize it what it, a world oh, you know what, what i mean world, like yeah, you found I mean. something extra like yeah. it's good to have passion but if you can have that be your nine to five so to speak that would be like so unreal. so uh, you have looked at all these other like options with it and how you can turn I, it into I, that yeah i mean i've always sort of followed fitness people yeah be youtube and whatever mm. and just hearing them talk and hearing how, how they've marketed themselves and stuff like mm. that and I would consider myself fairly knowledgeable on yeah, the subject. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's something that there's potential to do. But at the moment, I'm just doing it because I enjoy it. And if monetizing does come in the next few years, then... Great. Yeah. yeah great. It's, it's just, like you just said, like quite knowledgeable on it. It's just there's so many areas, isn't there, of like knowledge. Like Massive. you've got to know how to help people on their nutrition and Massive. if they've got any like... Yeah problems that they can't eat the certain substances or have the certain foods yeah. like and then you've got to know the mental side like because I, yeah. I do believe like we've discussed most people go into it through a thought of like oh i just want to look better yeah but later on it's like oh it was the mental aspect it's how it change. makes you know me feel them yeah feel as well most people sort of learn that as they're doing it kind of thing so have you had clients so to speak or have you had people no i mean i've not because i've I did actually do a training, a personal training course when I was 18. Nice. But I own, so it was a level two and level three. I only passed the level two. I, I think I was like ill for a week and they wouldn't let me complete level three. Really? Yeah, it was a bit shit. But so I'm not actually qualified yet. So I don't want to be saying, you know, charging people. So I've spoke to a few of my mates. I've given them workout plans to do. I've given them, you know, dietary plans because I do a lot of research into it. Mm. So. And I say to you know, I wouldn't expect any payment or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just do it because I want to see them succeed. Yeah. And yeah. then if they can, you know, say he's to help me this way, mm. word of mouth, I can do it for someone else. I just well, enjoy doing it. What a beautiful starting point. What a yeah, great yeah, way of this. beginning. Like if it like for me with music, if it's just for the love of it, sure like sheer love, and then suddenly it did, I slipped into a school one time and then yeah, it kept yeah. like running on from yeah. there. But it was all a passion to start off. It was just like it helped me get rid of the thoughts that Is I was. That, I just want to share sort of my passion and see if other people feel feel the same way. Mm. I mean, I've connected with, you know, a few people on Instagram. Uh, a few other fitness people and so to them. So some of the Instagram profiles you see, yeah, like do you know that this diet plan is the diet plan of all diet plans? Yeah, it's bollocks. Is it? Yeah. It's so like, to, yeah, people, talk me through. I mean, I things like I put, I, I, it's whatever works for you. Yeah, um, yeah. And one thing that's been annoying me a lot recently is you see these. Have you seen these? Um, 
like juices and coffees yeah like, uh, i have neutral life yeah if you herbalife herbal life, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. drink this for six days you'll lose 20 kilograms yeah that's not possible and and, 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 also, and that's not healthy as well no, it's, like it's if that ever happened and to you it's the way that something's you, you going wrong celebrities influence yeah. advocating this yeah and it's ridiculous aloe vera and yeah, this it's, oil it's or... the only way to lose diet mm. is to be in a calorie because it's not a good the attitude thing what we're talking about the mental aspect like if you just always want quick fixes and you want quick that's answers it, the quick fix yeah you're not you're not building a, a true like substance a true no, no, structure no. and it's not maintainable mm. you may lose a bit yeah. of weight but that that's not maintainable oh, mate, as soon on. as you see these crash diets or celebrities oh. going on them like you look a year later and they're just massive people don't they realize, go worse like, than before you can eat good food on a diet yeah like i eat food i like yeah and i'm still current i'm cutting the moment i still lose weight mm. you can, it, it doesn't matter you can eat food you enjoy and lose weight you don't have to be uh, eating ice cubes. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's mean? the problem. That that's is literally what people do. It's ridiculous. 100%. Yeah, go ahead. Do, do you like, um, with your diet then, is it quite influencing calorie deficit and things? Yeah, is that so a big I mean, thing? the main thing uh, people don't understand is to, to lose weight, you have to be on a calorie deficit. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to be burning more calories than you're consuming how do you um document that how do you yeah so i mean i use an app called my fitness Pal. yeah i've heard that one um and there's like things like uh, calorie maintenance calculators online mm. so you you input you know your weight your height your age and they'll tell you your maintenance calories and your mm-hmm. maintenance calories is what you need to sort of stay at the same weight and just maintain your current body mm. and then your deficit what I'd recommend, this is just me personally, yeah. I've gone about 500 calories down from my deficit. Okay. So my main t- my maintenance was like uh, 2,600. Yeah. And I'm on about 2,100, which gives me um, a good amount. So I usually lose around two pounds a week with that. Just put that back yeah, on. Yeah, This is quite interesting yeah, for so me because I... I go yeah. on, sorry. I know, I just find it fascinating. It's all like a world I'm trying to learn more about at the minute, like my body and yeah, having yeah. a kid soon. I want to be a fit dad. I, I mean, don't want to be like yeah, a yeah. fat dad, the let dad. myself go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just so much easier than people think because mm. I eat, you know, I obviously eat a high protein diet because I want to put uh, a lot, okay, so with with muscle in general, yeah. um, I mean, I'm not claiming to be the rock or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done my research and what you want to do is you want to, if you want to maintain muscle mass and get, get them as much muscle mass as you can, is eat around 0.7 to a pound mm-hmm. of uh, pro- uh, grams of protein right. per pound of body fat. Right, okay. So for me, that would be like, I think I'm about 179 pounds. Mm. So I want to be eating 150 to 180 pounds a day of right. protein, grams uh, protein. And is this for mainly muscle repair and growth? Or? Yes, I mean, it's just... Especially like me, if you're cutting, so mm. if you've done a bulk and then you're cutting down, yeah, to keep that muscle because you are going to lose some muscle, yeah, because like I've lost loads of muscle, but mm. you get it back. But to keep that bit of muscle, you want to make sure you've got enough protein in your diet, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you still train as well, um, I mean, supplements are great. So, say you're talking to somebody now, you've just got a new client, yeah, and evidently that client is somebody who's very new to it, like, yeah, got to a, a state maybe 36, let's say. Yeah. Got to a stage in life where they've just gone, you know what, I've looked at my body. Make a change. I've just, yeah. I'm actually not happy with who I am and what I look like. Yeah. The, do you know the, the calorie counting, the piecing bits together, it all comes quite confusing or yeah, like definitely. people get flustered with it. What would be your best bit of advice to start you off and say, do you know what, look into this first or just let's implement little bits? I mean, to be fair, I think 
the best thing is it makes it so simple downloading the app. The app's a good because start in it, yeah. On the app, you can like search Tesco Foods and whatever. Yeah. I'd say if you really concentrate on it, it depends what the goal is. Mm. You know, it could be a calorie surplus, it could be to gain muscle mass, lose weight. Let's mm. say lose weight. Let's say, let's say yeah, yeah, let's go for I'm Peter, going for fat dad in my head. I've got to lose weight. Yeah. So <laughs> first thing is you want to sort of be weighing your food. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of sort of variables which I'd replace where calories come in a lot of formats. And a lot of the time I've found people don't realize how many calories they're having mm. because a lot of the calories are liquid. Yeah. Oh, mate. Great shout. So that like orange juice even. Oh, I don't drink it. So it's, sugary. Yeah, so bad for you. So yeah. what I do is replace things. So like instead of milk yeah. um, in my coffees and my protein shakes, whatever, I use almond milk. Good shout. Yeah. Because uh, I think almond milk per 330 mil is like... It's got barely any calories in it. It's like 40 it? calories. And then oh, really? semi-skimmed That's... is 100 something. It's, it's a lot more. Um... Instead of all olive oil or sunflower oil, you spray. This you know, is really good advice. This like is just finding uh, replacements. Finding substitutes which are less for you. Yeah, I like this. Um, drink water. Water. Yeah, uh, it's it's an eight. eight but like we were saying glass. before, it's bloody annoying. Oh, <laughs> Weak battle like mine all day. Yeah, literally. Like I'm const. I went on a walk with my mate yesterday. Yeah. we did two hours. I'm gonna say, and I, yeah. I, I discovered loads of places in Ripley I've never been. It was so weird. weird. I thought I was yeah. tripping out. I was like, <laughs> I've never seen this. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a flight path or something. There's like uh, where little planes can go. I was like Ripley, but he took me Great around. Places, but yeah. during this time, I think I had like seven wees throughout I, I just yeah. kept stopping every minute i was like and again yeah but i'd had like four liters throughout that day yeah it's one of them where you just got accepted got, yeah, yeah there's annoying. always a byproduct yeah. so well i mean you know, the, the sort of basic info I'd, I'd give is stick to the basics mm. um make sure you count your calories especially your liquids yeah uh try and find substitutes it's easy to get you got internet for everything now you can search mm. substitutes for milk substitutes whatever um and just one thing I would say is mm-hmm. what I was guilty of when I first started losing weight is just staying away from the scales. Yeah. Because there's so many variables that can impact your weight. Yeah. yeah. Whether you've been to the toilet, whether you've eaten something a few hours ago, whether your food's digested, mm. whether it's early morning, whether you've got extra water. Weight. Yeah. Don't just keep chasing yeah, numbers. I mean, like, because it, it, gets, it would get me down when I'd wake up in the morning, say, and I would be on know, 84 kilograms, to say, example. Mm. And then I'd have something to eat, and then on the night I'd be 85.2, yeah. and it'd be like, why have you get... Because you've eaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and you've got water weight. And, interestingly, yeah. like, my mate, uh, Zach, is uh, a coach as well. Yeah. And I'm going to link you two up. It's so important networking, in it? Just meeting yeah, yeah, people yeah. in your field. Massive, literally in the field. <laughs> but <laughs> the one thing is, a lot of his clients clearly visibly look very different like they see the before and afters but it'll say like one client will say oh yeah but i've not lost any on the scales it's like yeah but how do you feel mentally how do yeah, you how do yeah. you look physically it's, it's all like, about weight with a lot of people well, yeah it's, it's chasing them people, numbers it's yeah. like when like money's good like money can pay for the cool things you want but if you're only looking at this number in your bank account you're, you're not, not going to focus on like, the good life yeah, yeah 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 i like a um kanye west lyric he's like um money's not everything but not having it is yeah <laughs> and one thing i I'd sort of suggest as well is is it, progress takes time. Yeah, consistency is key. That's the main thing. Um, so say if you're on like a twelve week diet, mm-hmm. for the first you know two to four weeks, you won't actually see any difference because what your body's doing is it's flustering out water weight. 
and you know you and toxins probably and toxins exactly and you won't be seeing that much difference you'll feel like absolute utter shit because because your maintenance you're not eating that anymore yeah yeah you'll be hungry and 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 like for a lot of people it's sugars as well in it like massively just wrong like fatty sugary it's it's a you know it's two to four weeks detox yeah you're pushing the shit let the body let the body go through that because we don't like we underestimate how toxic sugar is in the diet oh, and how dangerous it is. Like then before and after photos of seeing somebody on sugar without sugar, the, the skin yeah. changes, Mental. the eye color changes, yeah, yeah, the yeah. hair color, everything changes. And you know, we, we look at all these like cocaine or we look at like weed or whatever. Yeah. And then we're like, well, there's legal substances that are damaging people's lives horrifically. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, yeah. And yeah. What, what a tough, I would part there is say if you are, on a 12 diet mm. for the obviously genetics come into play but person to person i often find that eight to 12 weeks is when you're going to start seeing real progress yeah. in the body yeah so another repeat advice i'd give someone um is what i've been guilty of myself is stay away from looking at yourself in the mirror yeah yeah and, good and, shout and, man so i, I do it th- where well, I, I look myself in the mirror and i'll judge how my chest looks mm. or my triceps or whatever um has my body lost this amount of fat and it's like just it's just consistency it's just mm. progress and like you know you might be bored of your food you yeah know, yeah yeah but you can still one thing the main thing i would push is you get all these celebrities like doing for a film and they've eaten like i don't know like um quinoa and, yeah yeah and, yeah, and, and yeah water and it's like the push these diets you can eat food well, you like yeah just eat it in moderation yeah that's it fun, fun, fun. just keep like if you want it to be like let's talk to that uh 36 year old fat dad yeah yeah Pizza. but like yeah, yeah, yeah you you want it what they want is consistency and the only way to keep consistency is if it is interesting to you or if it is like um enjoyable exactly so uh, yeah it's going to be hard and there's going to be areas where yeah maybe having them fourth donut or having that like mars bars not the way but there's so like you keep saying like there's so many alternative ways of getting calories that are good and tasty and enjoyable and and doing a little bit of extra exercise do finding something you enjoy like yeah. you don't have to go to the gym if you don't like it you could get into a six side football team yeah you, well, cardio is one of the things where like a lot of people say i don't want to go on a run don't, yeah don't, yeah do yeah you, what i'd say with cardio is um i posted this on my instagram recently it's really mm. hard actually. um is I, I basically talk about cardio a lot and mm-hmm. sort of th- you know there's so many variables of different things yeah that's it man it's just finding what work like you said it perfectly a minute ago you're like yeah what works for you finding what's what, maintainable what yeah, works for you I yeah mean, one that i push quite a lot in terms of cardio is, is walking yeah yeah people underestimate so one thing that pushes your 10k steps mm-hmm. so a lot of people try and hit 10k steps a day which mm. is so good for you mm. and things like burning that's something i wrote down like like completing your 10,000 steps per day mm-hmm that actually burns between 2,200 and 3,500 extra calories a week. Mate, you that's... do uh, that a day. Yeah. And people underestimate... That's a full day of eating. Exa- exactly. <laughs> so people underestimate how much it does. Mm. You know, it keeps your weight under control. It can boost your energy levels. Mm. So it can make your cardio fitter. Mm. And it also basically... Um, 
people don't realize with walking it improves your actually strength and flexibility mm, um, that's a great i'm uh, that's my it, big it, struggle at the minute it, exactly flexibility. Oh, God, i'm terrible my flexible i've done awful, my acl mate. in my knee so I, I think i have to start mobility training you know before i wait trade like yeah 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 just doing stretches I mean, great shout helps, yeah but um yeah so cardio is just one of the things where it could be anything something's maintainable so what sort of avenues are you going to walk down with trying to shape this business like have you thought of lots of ideas of where you want to push it or no i mean at the moment sort of as i said it's just a passion and i post you know i'm in sky post like little stuff workout videos uh tips so i've posted like cardio tips weight loss tips that sort of thing like nothing too strict or anything like that um mm. but maybe in in the future i i do want to concentrate on getting sort of a, a coaching qualification mm, um, mm. so i can i think quali- the qualification more. like that personal training the other day callum came and said yeah, yeah you don't need it but it just gives you the um recognition sort of uh, way uh, no he was just literally like the uh qual- why did he need a qualification it was something to do with you get your insurances and stuff with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you need yeah, that little bit of stuff. paper just to say this, but you've already got the knowledge there. Yeah, like, it's just one of the things where if you are qualified, you know, you've got all the, the legals. And stuff yeah, like that. that's it, that's it. In, in, in a better light. Um, so probably my next step is to do one of them. And then um, what about, like, networking with it? Have you yeah, been I mean, in touch with... I've spoke to uh, a few Instagram accounts that I've quite, you know, enjoyed the content and yeah. stuff like that. So some of the things that me, had a little chats with them now and again. What um, is it in a good Instagram account that you like? Is it the realness of it? Yeah, Are they- I, I, in my opinion, I mean, this, fitness is, is one of the things where there's, there's so many people doing it and you do get a lot of shit on there like yeah, crash yeah. diets but uh, the thing is it is such diet, a competitive market way. massively people are trying to be different yeah but the way of being different like they have they look at what's worked and then done their own adaptation on yeah, it so yeah. they're like oh crash diet i'll do my own crash diet yeah and it's like the, they you know there's a lot of training to say their way or the highway sort of thing. yeah and yeah I think yeah when i'm looking at instagram obviously you know don't get me wrong my instagram is not the best it's mm. something it's a work in progress but i think when i'm looking at one i sort of judge you by uh so you know the the realness that uh, honesty yeah yeah, yeah. Just, just general honesty like it's so important because i'm having a shit day today i'm not going to train mm. i'm going to eat some ice cream fair enough yeah yeah yeah, and yeah another thing to get on with you know diets is i'm i personally i'm quite an advocate of treat days yeah yeah my mates absolutely if like. you have a treat day let's say <laughs> you want to have a dominoes every two like, two weeks to a month if you want to have mm. one a month one over two is that's fine because it's it, you know studies have proven that people are more likely to continue their diet if they get a treat every couple of weeks well what happens i feel for a lot of people yeah do you know if they don't allow themselves that at all the one moment they do one when they have a cheat day yeah um but they've told themselves they're not going to they just fall off the back they're like oh fuck it may as well just go off now because they're like i had that little chocolate bar yeah yeah, i may as well have 20 and you it sounds stupid when you say it but people do that yeah i mean it's just about keeping things in moderation like Mm. as i said you you know if if you are on a diet a healthy relationship with food exactly if you Mm. are on a diet and lose weight you know eat eat a chocolate bar yeah that's fine like i had you know, Dame, oh, I love Dame bars. Ah, uh, yeah. The, oh, mate. I had one of them yesterday. It was amazing. Ah, I remember them. I had a, <sighs> one of them as a cake. Like, it had little bits on oh, it. Yeah, mate, it was incredible. so nice. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just the thing mm. where if you like that thing, you can eat it. Keep it in moderation. 
track your calories and make sure you're not going over your, your mark. Mm. Really that, I think to. that's so important what you're saying and yeah. so good to have structure because, be it, you know, me from back in the day, I was quite a big kid yeah. and it, I built an unhealthy relationship up with food and with I've food. got an addictive yeah. personality. Exactly the same. So as yeah. when I'd slip, I didn't, you're not got a marker. So I'd have a bit of something. Yeah. And then because I slipped, I felt bad. And then I go into like a, just a massive cycle of eating the wrong thing. And I probably had like maybe a hundred calorie bar that I thought was bad, which would turn into like a thousand calories. Yeah. It's, it's one of them where, Another thing important with diet is just finding like calorie dense foods. Mm. So foods you can eat a, a lot of, mm. which don't have a lot of calories. Like one a really good snack is popcorn. Oh yeah, I, I love popcorn. Reason. Popcorn's amazing. Yeah, you can eat like a bowl and it's like two hundred calories. Oh so wow, it's brilliant! And you diet. think you've eaten loads? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, as you said, mm. you know, before like you've got a dictive personality. It's exactly the same as me. Like I've been addicted to so many shit things in mm. my life, and it's it's one of them where. You have something, then you have more of it, and you have more of it. It's just about finding moderation. What else is a nice snack, mate? Like, just I'm, get, I'm nicking Ooh. some knowledge here. <laughs> um, I'd say, what do I eat as a snack? Fruit. It's just yeah. like, I, I, I love blueberries. I love blueberries. I like watermelon. What? Yeah, watermelon's mm. all right. I mean, fruit in general. Um, when I was traveling, uh, in Thailand, oh, yeah, I remember when, yeah. you used yeah, to yeah. just like walk outside, and there was just people walking sun, around and so chopping nice. it up. Oh, yeah, in a bag, it's amazing. But yeah, snacks in general. Like, <laughs> I have uh, you know protein bars for night mm. protein. I, I I can't. They don't do yeah. well with me. Well, you, you can find ones for ones yourself. that work. Yeah, yeah, yeah like gluten okay. free ones and stuff like mm. that. Um, obviously, fruit in general. One, if you're not trying to lose weight, a lot of people. If you don't diet, eat nuts, and mm. they don't realize how many calories are in nuts. Mm. It's ridiculous. You they're can good have good fats, though, aren't they? So, oh, like, no, I mean, they're, if they're, we're talking good calorie, yeah, but, yeah. It, it, the, the, like it, it depends what your goal is, and it's so um, easy to overeat nuts. Yeah, you not <laughs> so Moorish, and this isn't a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, with, with like things like like almonds and stuff. If you mm. say if you're bulking, it's it's yeah. a really good way to to have that snack because. Mm. Good energy source, good fats. Um, it'll give you that. Just before um, I go training, I usually have uh, fat, full fat yogurt, honey, and nuts. Yeah, exactly. Oh, brilliant. but it tastes amazing. Yeah, I look forward brilliant. to that. I like. Yeah, it makes yeah. me want to go training. But I think like I had a like, proper look, and I was I had like a few months ago, I had like a few almonds. I was like. I had like 10 and I've mm. seen like 300 calories. That's like, mad, isn't it? Yeah. It's mental. How many calories are You in? don't know, like, yeah, I suppose that's just being equipped and being knowledgeable about what you're putting in. Yeah. I mean, it's just finding Being unaware of the calories that you can consume it's, sometimes. It is like, one thing I would say it was negative about dieting, it is time consuming, mm. you know, weighing your food. Mm tracking your food but it's so worth it like you yeah exactly some, everything's yeah. got a byproduct like what you were saying before and you've got to Out allow way. that you've got to like think about what's the main what's the think purpose. about the end goal here yeah. where you're gonna get to yeah and shit like an extra five minutes a day but yeah it's fine it's nothing meal right? planning you yeah do, i mean or, like all you've got to replace is a little bit of scrolling that you've yeah. been doing all day exactly could like, be spent in a really active yeah. way or a productive way Co- yeah completely so that, that's the only bad thing but yeah yeah as far as that it's, it's well, well worth it where where can people find you then man because I, I know i've got another person coming yeah. at some point and i best get so done, uh i've yeah. got an instagram account so it's uh seth underscore fit one Seth underscore fit one. Yeah, I only sort of 
posted. Do you bother with Facebook and that sort no, of? No, I have got a Facebook account. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, not for my fitness, so it'd be pointless. Okay, That's wicked. Well, anything uh, you need to promote through me, man, just send it yeah, through, and I'll yeah, send it out. That's fine. It, if you want to check it out, no worries. Um, it's just got tips on there, exercise tips, and all that shit. Yeah, really. <laughs> matey. Well, Seth, genuinely, man, I don't think we've had like just a sit down hour. It's been a while. Hour and uh, a bit chat, and it has been lovely. And I'm looking forward to seeing your progress and seeing your journey because yeah. what a story and what a great person to come out of it. And really, like what I'm hearing from you, just want to help others. You've been through hell. You've yeah. been through that terrible side and your goal is to enlighten other people through what you've been through yeah yeah and you as a personal trainer is somebody i'd come to as opposed to somebody that thinks they know it all yeah thinks they're the top of the tower they've not really got a story you've got so much more to offer me and honesty so I, i really respect that man thanks very much guys You've been a part of the old farm bus back of the bus session, back of back of the bus, back of the bus sessions with my cousin Seth Mullenfroes. You know where to find him. We've discussed that before. Go check him out. Cheers. Peace out, guys. Peace, Seth.